0: Episode 83. One inspired question leads to another, brought to you by the universal law of harmony, the fourth law of the universal laws of nature. No matter what your level of consciousness is in the world you can reach very high levels of thought and inspiration through extreme gratitude. Take yourself to any religious ceremony where there is prayer, preaching, singing and praise and you will find people in a very inspired state of mind no matter what their consciousness This ability to tap into universal thought has been used by indigenous people since time began through the use of psycho drugs, alcohol, dancing, ritual, drumming and extreme deprivation. All of these and more lead people to spontaneous connection with very high realms of awareness. In those high realms of awareness sometimes, such as through the use of peyote, individuals can tap amazing vision. Some say they even see angels. However, when that person gets sober, stops dancing, finishes vomiting, and returns to everyday life, they may as a result of their ceremonial high note, achieve very depressive states of anger and rage. Extreme highs are always balanced by extreme lows. But in tribal environments this extreme low was utilized as a weapon and very often violence. However in the mainstream of 2022, the opportunity to vent the downer on other people is extremely limited unless you are a cage fighter. So the attraction to extreme highs through tribal methodology such as drugs is less so now than it ever was before due to the addictive qualities of the stimulant. But this doesn't mean we cannot have connection to this inspired state. It just means we must revert to more conventional processes that work equally well and equally quickly. Henry Thoreau, a great poet in his writing I totally recommend, along with Ralph Waldo Emerson, and his essays, are individuals who valued isolation as a mechanism of achieving great wisdom and thought. However both recognize the importance of prayer and meditation, while living in remote forest locations they still had to stimulate their mind, just as tribal people did, to achieve great connection to the universal thoughts. And so it is tempting to run away with the family and be in some remote nature place where, with due process, you can achieve high states of being, inspiration. But it is still clumsy and unnecessary, given that good leadership and good parenting requires inspiration every day. Some individuals are happy to go to church on Saturday or Sunday and achieve this state of mind, but again, this is extremely clumsy and totally appropriate for a world where nothing much changed for a leader between Monday and church day. When I was a child, my father would admire his relatives whose marriage lasted 60 years or more. I have been married seven times. I believe that the pace of life is now seven or eight times faster than it was in 1920 when these marriages were lasting 60 years. Therefore, On average, my marriages have lasted in an evolutionary and time sense, 60 years each well at least 60 years worth of experiences. The pace of life is changing and anybody who does not recognize this might be measuring themselves against a very antiquated paradigm. It is an extreme paradox that on the one hand we are all walking around holding mobile phones and complaining about how kids are on the iPads all day, recognizing that the pace of life will no longer allow us to sit by a carbon-baked telephone and dial the numbers with a finger in a circular ring and wait for the call back. Or sit listening to the internet connecting to the phone system for ten minutes, pinging away, and then sending a communication that takes just about as long as the letter used to in the nineteen forties. And yet, many of the measures we have of duration and time have not evolved. Take business strategy as an example. In nineteen sixty, business strategy was considered to be something you could plan for around about five years. You could map the territory of progress of product, define the brand and packaging. Invest highly in manufacturing process knowing that things would not change all that rapidly and you would get a return on your investment, over 3-5 to years. In contrast, we are now in 2022, doing business strategy weekly. Anybody who takes longer than it is to do that weekly planning and strategy meeting is setting themselves up for complacency and failure. Some people however are still stuck in the 60s. They want to invest massive amounts of money in developing a business strategy that lasts for a long time but the world is moving it is transforming itself overnight. Consider the business reactions to some of the global financial crisis or COVID crisis and you will see that adept business are quick. But the same can go for people who run those businesses. Things can change in a person's life in 2022 overnight. But they may still be running the parody in of the 20s, thinking how can I not change anything in my expectations and yet, remain committed to an antiquated model of life. Simply examining the career trajectories of people in the United States of America you can see that families are moving home more than ever. The concept of the nuclear family home being something that idealistically does not change location and hovers around a particular suburb or way of life has been smashed. Now, those who believe in the old 1920s paradigm of one house, inherited from Murray mom and dad, passed on to child and parent, and finding occupation in a business that is within driving distance of that home is becoming less and less realistic and less and less functional in a world of daily transformation. And so in conclusion to this observation, you might ask yourself are you living in a tribal paradigm? are you living in a 1920s expectation of how life should be? If you are then your inspiration will be delayed until Sunday, your recuperation will be delayed until holidays, your expectation of the need to be adaptive and engaged fully in transformation will be inadequate. So we come now to where Inner Wealth proposes something as a solution. And the solution is to operate in the highest end of the consciousness cone, and therefore do the tribal inspiration process hourly without leaving town, without drugs, without living in the forest like Emerson, without dancing around a fire, simply, by understanding human consciousness and how to achieve the highest of it, you can, if you committed to it, achieve inspiration that was once a rare and surprisingly privileged state of mind, any time you choose 24-7 to 7 days a week. Now it would appear from where I sit that a lot of human struggle and suffering comes from living life with one foot on the brake and one foot on the accelerator. Yes sure, I am an early adapter and always like to remain at the front edge of available technology in my life. I have always been committed to getting things done faster and easier so that I have more time to do more of the things that I love. I love my work and I would, if I could, eliminate anything I needed to do that was outside of the scope of my work. I would even hire a butler to go to the bathroom for me unless I can read a book while I poop which I do. One of the amazing things that I have been able to do is to subscribe to the Apple all-in-one internet service. As a result of this I get access to hundreds of magazines free. I have filtered these magazines to about 30 or 40 that interest me. And every now and again, maybe once a month I go into those magazines and have a look and see what I'm missing. The short answer is very little. What an antiquated form of communication a magazine is. For those people who do not value the quality and the amount of their time, The pretty pictures make for some interesting distraction but 90% of magazines these days are filled with ads. And the articles are brief and a very poor representation of what can be found through Google. And so I pay around about $10 per month of this Apple subscription to connect to World News, Kids Games and a multitude of movies plus these magazines and if I were to value the magazine subscription it would be around about $1. But the work to create this magazine still goes on and people still buy them and find them enthralling and that's the point here. There are many people who are living the paradigm of the past and unable to realize that the world is evolving getting faster and faster and that's the way it's meant to be. That's the universal laws at work. Keep up or fall behind? By understanding the process of achieving a state of inspiration, and by teaching this through the inner wealth process, I have been able to give leaders around the world access to this incredible mind state that was once an annual ritual for tribal people. Yes. Many people prefer the tribal process of drugs, alcohol and other dance type process or even attending religious ceremonies once a week, but these people are not at the front edge of business, at the front edge of parenting, or at the front edge of performance in their own personal life. The ultimate evidence of falling behind the pace of life is sickness. When our immune system starts to break down or we start to develop mental illness what we are being shown by the universal laws of nature is that we have slipped off the pace and we have become one of those racehorses at the very back of the field which may end up at the glue factory. When you are faced with a frustration or a conflict you have a multitude of choices as to how to respond. You can go back 30 years and respond as it was appropriate at that time which was with aggressive emotional outbursts or violent personal attack on yourself or others, or you can be committed to living life at the top of the consciousness cone and therefore, grow. Having coached people for now 35 years I see a huge difference between paying rhetoric to the concept of being great in life and doing great things in life and mediocre commitments to paradigms that have long since become dysfunctional. I know that this is the freedom of choice an individual has, they can read and write anything they want about anything they think is interesting but the question is are they evolving and are they at the pace of life or living in the past. If you are following and are part of the inner wealth process, every single moment that you red flag a thought that might be coming from the low end of human consciousness within you, you have an opportunity to be inspired. Time is faster than it ever was before and over the next 20 or 30 years will become faster even still. If people are wasting time wallowing in emotion that is unnecessary as a part of a healthy life then that is their choice but anything in this universe that doesn't fulfill its purpose nature recycles it will first give tap on the shoulder it will second give a whack on the back of the head and last but not least nature destroys anything that does not fulfill its purpose and as far as nature is concerned purpose equals evolution if the entirety of nature does not evolve we would still have dinosaurs and be trying to work out how to make a square rock into something useful Evolution is the purpose of nature, and when you find your individual purpose, that is basically lining you up with nature because you cannot stay on purpose unless you evolve daily. At Inner Wealth, we use red flags to signal to ourselves long before others get a sniff that we are operating in the bottom of the consciousness cone and have been therefore left behind by life itself to trigger process to evolve. An evolving leader will be looking at business strategy every single day and be taking responsibility for their own evolving vision every single day. It is not a six-monthly go-on retreat and take a peyote dose because the business will fail if we turn our back on strategy for such a long period of time. If you need a more comfortable word for strategy it is evolve. How do you evolve your business daily? How do you evolve your personal life daily? How do you evolve your relationship with your spouse and partner daily? In my Sacred Love book there is a chapter that solves and answers the above question. The chapter heading is Hard Work is Bad Management. When work gets hard, complicated or overwhelming it's because the individual doing it is stuck. We evolve to get more done in less time and a person who is getting more done in more time is stuck. There is no clearer presentation of a stuck person living in antiquity and becoming less and less relevant to the world in which they serve, then work stress and overwhelm at work. When we start to take work personally we emotionalize things that need not be emotionalized so that we can live in the paradigm of the 1960s or 70s. When we get overwhelmed, we are handing responsibility of our process to a parodyne probably in the 1980s or 90s. When we try to resolve family issues by locating the madness of a partner who is trying to create a family dynamic, you can easily work out where they are stuck and what paradigm they are living by going back to the era they were in at about three or four years old and work out what year that was. The most honest I have been in my business life with by lines and business names and all sorts of quotes that I have created is the one that reads Are you stressed? Then evolve, you bastard. When you do commit to inner wealth process you are not committing to me, you are committing to be at the frontage of human evolution, you are committing to seek to achieve daily inspiration rather than monthly, you are seeking to be a person of the current era and stay one step ahead. On my first trips to Nepal I would arrive in Kathmandu with my clients, go shopping, pack the bags, head to the local airport and fly up into the Himalayas with my clients. This was the most economic and time-efficient way to lead these tracks into the high altitudes of the Himalayas. But after a few misadventures that were caused by me acclimatizing at the same pace as my clients, if not worse, I can realize that I needed to be one step ahead of everybody in the terms of evolving my altitude adaptation. If I was adapting to altitude at the same pace as my clients I could not lead them. I needed to be one step ahead and so in the end I committed to meeting my clients at the high altitude airport after having done a few days acclimatization and therefore be available as a leader. Since then I have recognized that if I am dealing with any emotional or mental reaction to anything that anybody I coach is dealing with then I can also not be of service. When somebody tells me of a death or a loss or a disaster at work, I must be two steps ahead and therefore have no emotional connection or reaction. It is only from this more inspired place that I can be of service to others. I think this is clearly the definition of inspiration for a leader. They cannot wait for everybody in the business. The definition of a leader is somebody who is one step ahead of everybody else in the business that they lead. That is not just emotionally. It is technically, it is strategically, it is competitively, it is product design. The leader is always one step ahead in understanding what is needed. And it is the same in a family life. The entire mission of Inner Wealth is this process of being one step ahead of the events that take place. So, can we predict the future? When it comes to business, family, human dynamics, health, social life banking and spirituality the answer is categorically yes. When it comes to the form of global events the answer is possibly no. But the job of a leader is to acclimatize, long before it's needed. To be one step ahead. And in this, daily inspiration, the ability to do vision quest on a daily basis, the ability to rise up into the higher realms of human consciousness, is not just a luxury, I think it is actually a necessity. With spirit. Chris.